Welcome to Season 4 of Inside My Canoe Head, a Canadian podcast about individual emergency preparedness, rocking an incredible life, and learning to do the things to make yourself more self-reliant in a chaotic world. Sit back, grab a beverage, and take charge of your life. Welcome back to the Ottawa studios of Inside My Canoe Head. Listen, this is really funny. Uh, This morning, getting up, getting my cup of coffee, uh, trying to figure out life, the universe, and everything. You know, you unbleep yourself in the first thing that you do in the morning. And, of course, one of my daily, everybody's got a different daily routine, right? So I get up, I get my coffee, I wipe the sweep out of my eyes, ablutions, all that stuff. Sit down, and my first task normally is I give myself about a half an hour to enjoy that first cup of coffee, and I check my social media feeds, right? It's what a lot of us normally do. Well, I woke up this morning, and there was no internet. There's no internet on the phone. There's no internet on my computer. And by the way, the cell phone signals are down. I can't text anybody. And basically, my little computer in my hand, aka my smartphone, is now a paperweight. What does your world look like when you lose the internet? Let's talk. Yeah, so there you are. You you have no internet. There's something, and, and it's really funny because this is, I mean, we talk about it in preparedness all the time, right? So it, it's called, in the Army, it's called contingency planning. Uh, they do the same thing in emergency management. Uh, you have a whole bunch of plans that are on the books for various different things. But so in the individual emergency preparedness world, you, in your daily modicum of life and what how you challenge yourself and what you do... You have or should have, and we always recommend it on here on Inside My Canoe Head, is that you have these plans and strategies for when you lose important supports to your normal life. So we talk about what's your plan when the power goes out, right? And that's a that's a normal plan in today's world. But what about what, what do you intend to do when the internet's not available, right? In, in all seriousness, like the internet is down, uh, right now in Canada and you know it'll probably be up in a couple of hours but it's it's just a little bit of a hint it's a little bit of a family and personal exercise as to what your world looks like when you don't have access to the internet and we know the internet is so important it, it originally was created by the U.S. military as a way of having distributed communications ability in case of a nuclear attack so they wanted the ability to Uh, be able to continue to have communications and operations and ability for all of their computer network to continually talk to each other in this distributed web, a mesh network, if you will, uh, so that different Soviet strikes, depending on key nodes, could not take down the ability of the U.S. military to exchange information and communicate. Like all of the majority of our technologies in the modern world, it all comes out of some military uh, research organization. And, and so here we have, now it's grown through its, its decades to what we know it now and what we use it for now. But we use it in all aspects of our life. So today we're going to talk about your personal business and the gig economy. So first, on your personal side, no internet. Um, You probably communicate with the vast majority of human beings that you're interested in knowing about over the internet. So your social media platforms. You send text messages. So remember, today we're talking about the disruption of two distinct things. One is the cellular network and one is the wired network. 
So if one is down, a lot of times you can go to the other one. So if the cell network is down, so the cell tower is down near you, for whatever reason, you can't access the internet with your smartphone. If you're fortunate enough to have a desktop or a laptop, you can hop on that, stick in uh, the Ethernet cable, or join your own Wi-Fi because it's wired through some type of fiber or cable optic, and you get access to the internet, and you just, you know, a little bit frustrating. You have to use a computer and not your phone, but your life will carry on. Today, I'm talking about when both are gone, right? When you simply can't access the internet, you can't conduct your normal social operations. You can't chat with your friends. You can't chat with family. Like, it's hilarious because you have a lot of plans. Like maybe you're a social animal and you have a whole bunch of plans to go out and you're like, well, hold on a second here. Um, I can't confirm I'm going or, or somebody can't confirm that they're going or we can't decide that we're going to cancel it because I literally can't talk to each other. Because remember, uh, I'm one of them. Some 15 years ago, I cut the, the cord of a home phone, right? One that's hardwired to a Bell here in Canada phone line. So when this system goes down, I can't pick up a phone and call anybody. So if I had plans to meet somebody somewhere, I, I have no way of telling them whether I'm coming or not. Another interesting thing is, is that it's affecting the POS, the point of sale systems, which means um, all your electronic ability to tap, use Apple Pay, interact, credit cards, anything like that, uh, it's not going to function as well. The point of sale machines on a lot of uh, computers at your uh, retail stores or even at grocery stores are connected to the internet because they talk. There's a whole background system there on their own logistics and supply chain management, right? So the store doesn't know that you picked up a loaf of bread off of the shelf, right? So it still thinks that loaf of bread is there available ready for sale. When you ring it through the point of sale, that interacts with the logistics system to tell the store that, oops, we're down one loaf of bread. And at a certain level, it has a reorder buy. Now with some commodities like bread, they're normally just brought in with regular amounts on contract, but a lot of other products are what on, on a reorder buy or a rob. So when it, the stock level gets to a certain point falls down, it then triggers a purchase of a fixed amount of number. So when the sardine cans get to 20 on the total inventory at the store, it kicks a buy of 60, for example. And, and so when the internet's down, they can't do that. And because a lot of the systems are connected to servers that run the corporate stores, basically you take the whole system offline. So I can't talk to anybody, but I also can't, unless I have cash, go out and buy. But a lot of times they can't even accept cash because their point of sale system requires internet connection to work. So you can see very quickly from a personal perspective, you 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 kind of feel a bit lost. And I did this morning a bit like, well, what do I do? This is my morning routine. I am nowhere near awake enough to dive into one of my favorite books. Um, let's just go outside and enjoy some wet. Now let's do a podcast on what this looks like when your internet is down. Cause it, it you know, it, it's a bit shocking. It really, really is. Cause I'm sitting here recording this on a computer that, that, that is just basically, 
a big box. I mean, it turns on, but I can't connect to anything. So on your personal side, basically you can't talk to any other human beings. Um, how do you intend to move forward that in, in, in a bit of a serious note, think about this. This is a great opportunity for you to reflect. How do you intend to continue communications with important people in your life when you no longer have access to the internet through wired or cellular services? Now, because of the value of it to society and it being one of the key parts of critical infrastructure, they'll get it up pretty soon and running. And because it's run by, thankfully, corporate Canada and not the government, there are three different uh, companies. So uh, one, somebody in suggested this to me and I thought it was brilliant. I, I didn't even think of this. Um, so I'll give credit where credit is due. They have a family plan for their cell, but they have one member of their family whose plan is on a different company. And this was their preparedness idea that if like I'm with Rogers, so this is a Rogers outlet, right? So Rogers is down. I can't do anything. Somebody, this, this individual who didn't want to be named, um, they have a separate phone on Bell, which means when Rogers goes down like today, one member of their family in their household still has access to the internet and the external world and can conduct communication. So that was one of their plans that they took forward in, in times of disruption that's run by corporations is to make sure that your family, to the extent that you have the ability to do that, has multiple corporate connections when it comes to your communications platform and your communications network. Other than that, really, what's your plan? I mean, I have an in-reach satellite device that I use for backcountry camping. I, I don't keep it active and I can't activate it. I need the internet to activate it. Um, its basic plan is $20 a month. So that would allow me for $20 a month to have all intents and purposes, satellite communications in my home 24-7. So in the greatest extent of an emergency, I would be able to send text messages of 160 characters or so to people who are already predetermined on my phone, on my phone list. Um, so I would have to pay for it. Sure, it's money, but I would have for $20 a month, I'd be able to have that permanent service. Now it requires you to buy a $500 device. So trust me, this is not a frugal uh, plan, but it is just another idea. So these are the ideas that on a personal side, I think you should take some time to think about. Um, but in reality, let's be honest, the internet's going to come back. Rogers is going to get it back up and running. Uh, even if it was a hack denial of service, uh, you have other companies, but this is a small disruption, but it can be catastrophic. So let's talk about business. Um, I run a small business from home on my computer right now. It's not working. I'm not posting to social media. I'm not um, answering clients' questions. If I have an email from somebody looking to have a preparedness conversation, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I just have to let that slide. And, and for a couple of hours disruptions, maybe it's a great time to have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee with your better half and to have an honest conversation about something. But when you run a business, this is catastrophic. You're offline and you're offline due to no, no, you know, nothing you've done, but through circumstances beyond your control. 
And it's very difficult to set up a business network and then have it fed by two different internet companies so you have redundancy. That's difficult to do. So again, this is where that my friend's idea works into the business where you have your business plan with a company, your, your internet landline for your company, uh, and then you have your cell phone business plan with a different company. Again, it builds redundancy into your small business. It, it allows you to continue communications in some form when you have business disruptions. And if you have a, a business that relies on, on good, solid relationships with your clients, I mean, they're going to understand when the internet's down. But if you're somebody who can fight through that and when everybody else is down, you're available to access and you can be there for your customer, um, that, that, that helps out your business profile a lot. So a lot of that is based upon the communications. But again, if you run a business that is like mine, 100% online, has literally next to no, if zero, face-to-face or bricks-and-mortar presence, you have to build into your preparedness plan for your business, business continuity plan, how you continue to access these services when your internet service provider is no longer available for use. Now, we can yell and scream at what the different companies are, and I know in the States, this constant fight against Verizon and and people... uh, hackling their, their different internet providers, but they're not available. So so what are you going to do? I mean, this is the big question in preparedness. What is your plan when the internet's down for running your internet-based business? Now that can be, I'm just going to sit out and wait, but that's an active decision. Remember, deciding to do nothing and waiting it out is a decision. It is a course of action that has pros and cons. So as long, your responsibility in situations like this is to simply have an answer to that question. I can't tell you what the right answer is. I'm going to go, I'm in the process of switching over one of the phones in the house. Like my, uh, my friend, uh, the brilliant individual came up with, uh, of having redundancy in service providers within your own close bonded social capital circle. So that's an important thing. Now, you know, what if you work from home? What if you run a business from home that has a whole bunch of other things? And, and for example, um, you might have an office that you started working from home for your business um, for or for a corporation, shall we say, when the pandemic started. And you've now come up with a really great relationship with your with your corporate employer that allows you to work from home. Uh, now you can't work from home. Well, that's probably good for you and bad for them. Uh, they'll understand it's a business access. You're, you're going to be available whenever it pops up. That's your key to just make sure if, if Rogers comes back online at three o'clock in the afternoon, that you're ready, willing, and able to go at a gangbusters when that happens. In the interim, I mean, really, there's probably not a lot you can do. Sit back, enjoy your couple hours off, uh, read uh, Peter Zion's book, The Disunited Nations, and his new one, The End of the World is Just the Beginning, so that you'll understand what the world looks like. Or, you know, you can uh, wait till um, end August when the um, fast and frugal 
book comes out. That's my first book. Uh, we're in the process of writing it right now. It is on Fast and Furious Guide to Preparedness. I think that's the title. It'll be something limited to that. A short ebook, probably about 5,000 words, a couple of quick chapters. It's just basically about all the very rapid things that you can do with little to no money to switch your family around in preparedness. It's going to be out on both my Buy Me a Coffee website and Kobo Reader. Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about is the gig economy. So a lot of people work on the gig economy. I'm actually a huge fan of the gig economy. Um, that's basically where you work contract to contract doing different thing. You go out and find customers and clients and you provide a service over the internet. Uh, you have no guaranteed income other than your ability to secure and source contracts. Uh, it's a feast or famine world and it all requires internet access and a functioning computer. The reason I'm throwing the functioning computer is in right now, we're on week two of, uh, the gaming computer in my house, not working. So it's been a catastrophic system of failures from uh, the blue screen of death with windows, the black screen of death with windows. I've had it into two different computer shops. I'm now paying a guy a hundred bucks an hour to come to my house to try it, to figure out what is wrong. Would, am I facing a hardware problem? Like it's a graphics card that's died or it's a motherboard that's died. Or am I facing a software problem that windows really is that bad? Yes, I've tried the Windows update. Yes, I have tried to reinstall Windows from scratch. But when I reinstall Windows from scratch, it has the very same set of errors. When I fix an error, I get a new error. And I have spent days and days on end of lost productivity sitting at a gaming computer fixing each new blue screen of death. And every time I reinstall Windows, it's a different set of issues. So uh, I have no idea what's wrong with it. Um, my computer dude is desperately trying to figure out what's wrong with the computer and is very looking close like the junk pile. But it just tells you how much we have moved from the analog lifestyle that was prominent in the 80s and 90s and just in 30 years what humanity has done and moved on to the internet and the power of the internet and what it facilitates for humanity and for all of us to do. And if you're a gig economy worker, you know, if, if you're anywhere near capable on the internet, it's 60 grand a year, almost guaranteed income working from your couch. And there's 150 series out there. I'm doing a YouTube video uh, coming up in a week or so about how to start a business for free online and just to let it run with like two to three hours a day of social media marketing and about five out and about five hours for somebody who really doesn't know anything to start it up online. So that video is going to come out. I'll announce it when it does track our social medias. Uh, but basically, you know, we're in the gig economy to some degree or another. You, you're for your business. In some, your business requires you more than likely to use the internet. I mean, even if you run a construction company that's nothing but a bunch of manual labor and machinery, it's all enabled and facilitated by masterful planning charts and processes and procedures that are backed up by CPAs and MBAs who have detailed computer programming and throw and, and try to build a skyscraper. Uh, sorry, a skyscraper without the internet. It just doesn't happen, right? So this thing is everything about our world now. And so again, I'm going to leave you with this on this week's podcast, a 20 minute or so episode here today. What does your world look like without the internet? 
So if you lose the internet for a couple hours, a couple of days, what's your plan? Do you even need a plan? And a lot of people will say, I get to garden and read. And that's great. But for a lot of other people, their ability to pay their daily bills is up to their need to access the internet. So is your, is a great idea to have phone, you know, at least one phone in your family on an alternate source. If you need to get a hold of people at a moment's notice, maybe a landline is a good idea. Um, there's all kinds of these different ideas out there. Think it through, come up with a plan for your family. I think it's an important thing. It's part of our 12 step plan at Inside My Canoe Head and at Preparedness Labs Incorporated. That is in the second book. The first one we're writing is on fast and frugal. The second one is detailed and methodical. So it's going to be a much longer book and a much more detailed, in-depth, uh, family preparedness planning guide. Uh, that's not coming out until probably November. Uh, I think the publisher and I think about November or December. But anyhow, that being said, that, uh, that'll come up in the fullness of time. So take the time, figure out a plan for your uh, family without the internet. You know, it's pretty interesting. So thanks for joining us this week on uh, Inside My Canoe Head. Uh, we appreciate your ongoing support. Please go over and visit the website, insidemycanoehead.ca. Sign up for the newsletter. We send it out every Saturday or Sunday morning. And it basically sums up what went on for the week. Some uh, I try to put some interesting ideas in there, some interesting thoughts that you may not see on the mainstream. And then talks about what's coming up in the following week from uh, Inside My Canoe Head and our parent company, uh, Preparedness Labs Incorporated. Um, thank you very much again to all the supporters. Feel free if you think this content is worth a little coffee, go over to buy me a coffee slash I am canoe head and, uh, and, and drop three bucks and buy me a coffee. I'd appreciate it. Listen, thank you very much. Have yourself a great day. And for all those out there in Canada, I hope your internet comes back soon. And when it goes down again, I hope that preparedness plan you prepared is ready to go. Take care, stay safe and enjoy the summer. As Jen Gerson says, this is probably going to be the last good one for some time. Thank you.